You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Mitzvah Shabbos Kodesh, this must be Rizcha Doraisa. I'm here with our Rav Agoyin, Rabbi Yosef Gavriel Bechofel. Rabbi Yosef, we're all, Baruch Hashem, very pleased that uh, in Colleyville, Texas, the uh, uh, the kidnapper, the hostage taker, the Rosha, has been, Baruch Hashem, apprehended, killed, and Baruch Hashem, we do not have any Korbonus and Yiddish Korbonus to speak about in that way. So, Baruch Hashem, Obviously, it's a it's, it's it's a warning to us, really. Again, how we have to be careful. Every single shul, anything that's out there, whether reform, conservative, orthodox, Yiddish, whatever you call it, being obvious as Yidden uh, makes us targets for uh, extremists, Muslim extremists. So obviously, it's a it's something to for us to be be that the police were able to effectively handle the situation. And also, of course, for us to be obviously always to be Zoyer in terms of what we need to do. Um, I know, Rabbi Yosef, that there was a news story that uh, piqued your interest from last week. Uh, David Bennett, a 57-year-old fellow who was uh, suffering from heart failure to the greatest extent, uh, the University of Maryland Hospital and the doctors there were able to perform at least for now, a successful transplant from a pig. I think it was a modified uh, pig, and then perhaps they modified the pig's heart as well. And they were able to uh, put this uh, organ into David Bennett's uh, body. And it seems like for now, at least, he is, his heart is beating. And uh, we are talking here about a miracle, about a cross-species transplant. I know Rebasev Grill Velkhofer uh would like to comment on that as a bioethicist and uh person who was so well versed in all areas of medical halacha and hashkafa. So go ahead. The megaphone is yours, Tadik. So first of all I'd like our listeners to know that I'm sitting in front of a, a brand new microphone. And if it, hopefully all those listeners who have complained about the quality of my voice and on the transmissions in the past, we'll be able to uh, go out but Reno of Sahala, and now they can hear me much more clearly. Now, okay. maybe, you, any... maybe, you, maybe you should uh, contact the estate of Stephen Hawking and see if you can use his old machine. I think that would be better than whatever you have. You know, I'm sure that that, 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 yes, that computer I, that's true. machine. I know with my, I don't have that beautiful voice which you have. It's, it's not about me. It's, it's not about me. I'm just talking about <laughs> yourself. Okay, you know, it's not about no kina here is is necessary. Um, yeah, I think also, uh, you, know, you know, I think Stephen Hawking's that that voice that he used was able to. Uh, I think you could you you could make use of it in terms of. says that if there is a magefa which afflicts chazirim, which afflicts pigs, then we immediately declare a tainus for human beings, because Shani Chazire the Damian Meayu Inshe. The internal organs of a Chazir are similar to the internal organs of a human being. So therefore, this was in the cards already from the days of Chazal. As a matter of fact, had this come about earlier, doubtless we would have saved um, many, many uh, controversial issues in Halacha, many, many controversial transplants in Halacha, where they used uh, human hearts, 
and under the parameters of brainstem death and not under the parameters of cardiac and respiratory death, as most postgame hold one has to do. Um, the, I think years ago, and I don't take any cries for what he said, but uh, one of my rabbeim said that Christian Barnard, the first um, transplant surgeon in South Africa, was uh, who transplanted the first human heart, which lasted for 18 days in the, heart, in the recipient, was a biogaiva. And that he wanted to show how he was a better doctor than everybody else by doing this transplant, even though it was very early in the game um, and perhaps not yet ready for actual practice. I don't know if that's true, but if it is true, then it uh, is another facet of perhaps why this was delayed for so long, the development of the capacity to in, in, install a pig's heart in a human being, because people wanted to show this, this great uh, Kishon, which they had, being able to transmit human heart from one human being to another, despite the fact that the first human being is to a certain extent sacrificed in the process. Uh, but uh, we know that, that there is a um, famous Orachayim uh, HaKadosh, uh, um, uh, which is uh, very, uh, very difficult to understand. Uh, it's in, uh, I looked it up, it's in Vayikri Yudal of and it says there that Koma um, Freses, that uh, maybe the fact that the chazir is is is, is enumerated separately. It's like they said, and we. we and of course, this is, yeah, this is one of the. It's eventually going to be going to go back to be mutar. Now there is a menish rabba, which perhaps is the source of this. Um, In other words, uh, that exact. Uh, that bitui, the way he says it, is very hard to find. That, that, that was the one that all the Mephorsha Rechaim Matrzach, whether it says that. Yeah. And, and you're correct. There's a medrash which you can spin as if it's saying that, but go ahead. Right. Yes. Again, as I mentioned, your erudition is transcends any boundaries which mine possesses and therefore... It happens to be that I've gone to the Archaim Akkadosh numerous times. I don't know how many times you have, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I, I know that you know all the Gishmaka ones, the Chicago ones. So, the Kohelis. I mean, I know you know the ones that, that you like. But this Thank is, you for that. Back, this, that, that, is, that is that a Pshad backhanded compliment or backhanded insult? I'm not sure what the Pshad is. It's a total insult. It's a total insult. Total insult. It's not even backhanded. It's not even okay. backhanded. Yeah. Um, so the Medish Rabban Perakwellas Parishal Simon Kavches, Sif Kavches says, Lamri Koshmochaz is Rabbi Meir speaking. Lamri Koshmochazir, Shasi Lalazir Hagdula Vamachus Labalel. So I'm sure there's Pashab Shah in the Medish because he's talking to the Romans there, and right. there's obviously something to the Romans in that respect, but. It could be that this is the shot. Not that a chaj is ever going to become kosher. The laws of kashas don't change. Uh, right. The problem don't... with this archaim is that people jump on it as if it's sort of pseudo sabbatean and antinomian, and sort of indicating that the Yemois Hamashiach. That's the reason why it's so famous. Not, not only is it is mezazeya because no one ever heard of it. It was it was too close to comfort for those who were professing sabbatean ideas that basically Isra Beheter is only part of a world that's in a horbin, that a world that the, the word world that's restored things. And that's of course why this incredible Pella that the Chazir, ooh, it does have a simon is almost as if it's going to be Malagera, like as if it's going to be Mishan. And that's part of what 
you know, the whole literature is, and maybe it'll, it's not really a Shuni Bateva, it'll start being Malagayer again. Oh, Fit Moreno. It's very good, but it's not Malagayer, because it would be Malagayer, it's Mayayim, would not be done with Nayaga. And therefore, it had to not, Daf could not be Malagayer in order to have a similar. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. And that's, and that's punked why now we're able to, they were able to discover, or at least able to, to, to develop further the compatibility. I mean, the porcine valve has been around for, for, I guess, 30 years already, I think. The porcine mitra valve. So they Which already... is another key truth on the, on the factors and whatever the whoever was responsible for this, why if they already had a porcine valve, they couldn't have the valves of the porcine uh, transplant that much earlier. Right. And again, I think, uh, it was, this is a tremendous bracha, whether it's Bechoffer's, you know, uptight, and I like, it's not a bad uptight, and I, I, the minute you said it to me, that's the first thing I said, you can tell you, you know, off, off the recording, I said that, but I think that it, it is talk a big playlist because Nebuch, there aren't enough donors. If this works, at least you, you can, you can be Marich the Chaim of so many people, if, if it works. And if you're correct that there's sort of been this conspiracy not uh, to use animals in order to sort of like Badafka use uh, human beings, then it is definitely a big right. trick. Well, you're supposed to say at this point, just to give you a prompt, is that my leftist friends, the animal rights advocates, <laughs> would be opposed to this development. Uh, of course, well, they're not really my leftist friends, Shalom, yeah. but this is what, that's what you're supposed to be saying. So yeah. just give you right. a prompt. Yeah, okay, okay right, right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I, yeah. Listen, I think you do enough uh, on your own to uh, connect yourself to them, but I guess I should also pile on when I can so people should know where it is that you're holding 100%. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I, obviously, he goofed for that's the reason. I, I, it may well be that's the reason because Borchel created the Chazir. It may well be that that's the Archaim who you understand was in Borchel This is what he saw. Um, in whatever form he saw it. And uh, I think that this is a tremendous bracha. I saw that there are ignorant Jews who think that it's also to use a, a transfer from a pig, but obviously that's not true. Perhaps people have this misconception and uh, therefore we should clarify that Isra Achila is not an Isra no on the rabbi. It was obviously for Pekuach Nefesh and and Pekuach Nefesh for not just Kal Yisrael, but again for, for score, score, Well, score I mean, it's time you have to use a pigskin football, right? Of course, right? yes, yeah. yes. Definitely, 100%. Um, Baruch Hashem. Uh, you know, before we get to the topic I really want to sink my teeth into, I just want to mention, uh, this is sort of like, uh, this is turning into the current events program. You know, maybe we should, uh, we should tell this is nice that we've got a program that can, that they can, they can, people, people can turn to in case they, they're bored of reading. Um, it's a board of headlines. <laughs> yes. I do want to say also, you know, as you know, we talked about MLK day last week, I do want to say that I think a great story uh, that came out this past week was the response of the Jewish communities uh, in Borough Park and in Riverdale and in other places to the Bronx fire uh, that happened last Sunday. Um, a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. And obviously, uh, you know, a terrible thing, a fire in the middle of the winter. Um, uh, I, don't, I know there were space heaters and you can imagine what the living conditions were, but they were on the front line. Maspia sets up a tent those are the things, again, I don't know how much persomat it's getting, uh, but okay. it, 
but it's something that needs to be, especially yeah. on as MLK Day approaches, it needs to be, uh, it needs to be trumpeted. It needs to yeah, be shown. At least the building wasn't owned by Yid. Yes, yes, I'm sure. And then probably there were people digging into it uh, to find out. I'm but sure still, were. But again, despite the, whoever was the owner, who was some of the first responders there? And you yeah. can you imagine what sort of, you know, let us hope again, as we, we talk about, uh, we started today talking about a terrorist act. And we obviously need as much Maisim of Kiddush Hashem as possible. And I think... Um, yeah, the MLK's dream of of a universal brotherhood, uh, his connection to Jews, I think, uh, was exemplified by the Chassidish uh, outpouring of, of Chesed and being involved, and also my colleagues at SAR, my former colleagues in SAR, setting up uh, a site, an emergency site for food, for clothing, uh, for doing whatever it takes uh, to show a connection to people. In, in Actually, the now that you mention it. There was a video going around this week, I assume because of um, Martin Luther King Day, about um, a fellow named, let me just find the... Uh, yeah, see, we are really doing this Vosses Nye stuff, aren't we? This is really, this, this, is, this is the Vosses Nye's doddering around here. Don't you realize people are going to be listening to this like five days from now, so it's not going to be so relevant. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't matter. So there was the. the okay. um, like you think this a, is um, the news source for people? Like there are people who basically don't know what's going on. They're just going to Minion three there, times a day, doing Nafiyomi, and listening to Bechopper and Kivalevich and hearing what's going there's on. There's a guy okay. named Jeffrey Davis. Okay, yes, I'm sure uh, there is. Jeffrey Davis from Crown Heights. So, uh, no relation to Jefferson Davis, the president of the Confederacy. No, but his, um, his, um, his uh, brother was a fellow named James David, who was Davis, not David, not Davis. Who was uh, who was a New York City councilman who was actually assassinated, and he, he found he, they have a foundation, the James E. Davis Foundation, and they say that the, the influence for their foundation was actually Rubavitch Rebbe. Rubavitch, they lived in Crown Heights, they grew up in Crown Heights, and uh, the, every day the Rebbe used to pass by them. I'm sharing a screen with you, maybe you can see this picture. There's a picture which is actually on the front page of their foundation thing, because that's the Rebbe in the back. And there are two black kids, these two brothers paying. And on his way to, from his house every day to the uh, to, to 770, they would pass by him playing. He would pass by them playing, and he would schmooze with them. He'd be nice to them. He'd give them advice. And once he saw them fighting with each other, and he said, you know, it says, love your neighbor as yourself and certainly your brother. So you shouldn't fight with each other. Wow. And uh, this had a tremendous on them. And this, they found, he founded this organization. Right, the uh, I forget what it's called. That's um, you are the king called, of multitasking. That is for yeah. sure. James E. Davis Foundation. It's that violence. Um, it has a slogan. I forget what the slogan is, but um, right. And I see some Chabadskers yeah. right in the middle there. Yeah, right. Very good. Look, obviously, promote the reconciliation. We need more of this. More, more involvement. And um, again, you know, obviously. Uh, Obviously, Israel is what Chabad is about, and that is something that I think we can all yeah. we can all uh, herald and applaud uh, on Martin Luther King Day, and it's something that we should find out more about and see what we can do to support these things. Obviously, anything we can do, whether it's working for Mas- Maspia, your um, uh, Moisif, of course, and Kiddush Hashem to the greatest way. Okay, uh, Abeth, two weeks ago. In the house of 
Yitzchok Herzog. Yitzchok Herzog is the uh, president of, of Eretz Yisrael, of Medina Yisrael. Not sure if that means much, but he does do a number of ceremonial duties, and he was the grandson of. Just, just as a, uh, in the last in the last few presidencies, the president of the state of Israel has become a much more. Not powerful, but... Right. Um, much, much, he's been much more in the public eye. Right, exactly. Uh, much more involved and in, in actually speaking and making certain policy right. statements. Right. That's probably moral, because... That's, moral, right, well, it's probably because of, you know, you have... You have, you have um, criminals. BB, yeah, because you, yeah, you have BB's uh, reputation is totally shot. And uh, yeah. so therefore you need somebody to at least uh, who looks good, who can talk well, who can speak at least the schmooze of reconciliation. But anyway, it's a... Yeah, it's a Herzog, grandson, of course, of Yitzhak Isaac Alevi Herzog, uh, hosted in his house a large gala event that was recognizing the 75th anniversary of the printing of the first volume of Encyclopedia Talmudis, um, which came out in Shvat of Tov Shin Zion. Now, last year, last week, I spoke about anniversaries, about what they mean, and uh, is it necessary? And true to form, this was an excuse to raise some money. Uh, there, the they first of all announced. I think the forty seventh volume uh, has come out, and I think it goes up to the Mem Samach. I think that's where they're I at. I think forty seven is out of range. Maybe I, this most, is maybe can we see? the the forty seventh volume. I think goes up to Mem Samach. And I think, or this was 48 that they were putting out? Probably 48, yeah. Uh, again, it's not clear to me. Um, but I know that it goes up to Memsamach, and they're trying to raise money for 48, I think. And they are, like, I've seen a number of, of, of Svarim, Tzorba uh, Merabonin and others uh, that's, that are becoming very popular, that are being makdishit for Lekovit Herschel Schechter. And they want to be makdish. The next volume will cover Herschel Shechter. They want to raise money for it. I also saw, you know, by looking at the website, that Doe Friedberg uh, has now become uh, extremely involved with uh, the encyclopedia. And they are pro- not promising, but they are going to work extremely hard to finish it. Uh, you're talking about something that, you know, when you think about it, uh, Reb Zevin and Mayor Barilan, in their introduction, Talk about how Bekarov, you know, they hope that this mitfile is going to be finished but in a couple of years. It's going to be done already. And we're, we're talking about 75 years. Most of the people, I mean, I don't know what the average, you know, no, they're lifespan, all the lifespan, they're like they're all, if they're all dead of us. But, the, the, but even the people who were babies when it was born are now going into nursing homes, right, at this point. And the book still isn't finished. Now, again. Well, it, it, you know, the, 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 the always the, the comment was, that the real purpose of the existence of Tzadik B'Tamudis was to provide a um, parnasa for Chavon or Rashi Yeshiva. And others, and, by the way, not just, and, and this, you're talking about, of course, uh, Rafal Shmulevitz. And, you're and talking, after him, Rav Meir Shmulevitz. And, 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 yeah, and, and, and You're talking about Rav and, yeah. and, and and others. Um, yeah. I, wrote, yeah. I wrote a sticker once as it's an uh, audition for Tzadik B'Tamudis back in the 80s. They're up to you. It was they hadn't yet done for your fast tour. I wrote a problem for your fast tour, it never went anywhere. But, um, so they've made a lot of progress since the 80s when they're up to you. They're, they're at the end of MEM now. Yeah. Right? Um, what's interesting is that, um, uh, you know, doing just looking into this, and I was just thinking about it. I, I, I sat with somebody, uh, a young man who worked in Kyle for a couple of years, he's now uh, a, a Rebbe and a and a 
in an elementary school uh, in, the, in, in the area. He says he's never opened an encyclopedia to Talmudis. He's never opened one. Well, and, he's proud uh, of himself? He's an idiot. Okay. He's proud of himself. Okay. So what I, what I discovered was that, you know, most Svarami knew. But he says he never opened an encyclopedia to Talmudis. Now, it, it, it got me thinking that perhaps the safer... But they think it's a Mizrachnik thing, that's why. Okay, so you're combining a couple of things here. You're right. On one on one level, even these Rosh Hashivas, and some of them were actually from the, the famous Rabbi David Tzvi Hillman, um, uh, who was also a writer, they weren't, it, w- it was a known idea that they were working for it, but they weren't, they didn't, uh, they didn't put it on their sleeves. Uh, even at the Hespid of Rafal, no one mentioned that he, nobody mentioned him when they talked about his accomplishments that he had been writing for 44 years as one of the chief editors of Encyclopedia Talmudus. By the way, by Rav Nechemia, that was not the case. Rav Nechemia, that was something that the, the children were uh, rightfully proud of. Uh, again, this has to do with Rav Nechemia and his, his connections and what type of person he was. But not only were the, they not so proud of it, um, there's a story that's printed up in Yeshurun, um volume of Dalid, uh, that someone once came to Rav, Rav David Tzvi Helman and said to him, you know, Rebbe, maybe you can help me like you. Rav David Tzvi Helman being? On, was a tremendous book, you know, in all Sopras Yisrael. So someone came to him, uh, one of his Talmudim, and said, can you help, you know, I, maybe you can help me get in with Encyclopedia Talmudis. He says, what do you want that for? So he says, well, you know, I learn up Rishonim anyway. I like getting the Shittas Klor. I like putting stuff together. I like thinking in an organized way. He said, what do you need this for? He says, the best thing to do is Masa Vamatan with Chavrusa, to be Mavar the Sugya, to learn Upstark, to start with the Kasha, to develop you, the only thing you're going to get by learning about Chavrusa in Yonim in a, in, in, in a, in a, in a way that Alpiderach Hayosher is much greater than starting to work for a Moisid like Encyclopedia Talmudis. Well, I don't believe the story. It's a very stupid story. So wait, wait till the end. Then he said, but he says, I, he says, I need Parnosa. He says, okay, look, that's already different. Parnosa Shredander. She says, that you have to be doing for a person's gash. Mimela, I guess he was Mishtadl to try to help him out. The point is, though, there was an attitude that this was a shtickle bidievid. And one of the things that always bothered me about the Encyclopedia Talmudis, and you know, again, I'll talk about the Machlekas, Mayor Barilan and Reb Zevin in a minute, but one of the things that bothered me was you don't know who is the author, right? Unlike other encyclopedias that throughout the ages, there's ways to determine who wrote which article. What Reb Zevin wanted was a sense of uniformity where you didn't know who had written the article, even though there was obviously a prime mover. There was, according to what I've read, there was a lot of gribblerai and editorship and, and like picaris, but there still was the, 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 at least the approach of the person that was writing it did have, did carry some weight. It wasn't like get the information and then we're just going to like, like you might know from art scroll. This, there was a sense of, and you can tell the differences, by the way, if you look in the Encyclopedia Talmudis, which articles seem to be more bright and which articles seem to perhaps have taken more shortcuts. Um, and it's, 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 to me, it's, it's problematic uh, because you would like to be able 
to to see the personality. And I think they crushed in some ways the personality. They wanted it to be anonymous and uniform. And they at the same time, though, you know, I'll get to the Machlaikas now, but Reb Zevin and Mayor Barilan. Mayor Barilan, what was his idea why he was pushing it? Um, it was it was conceived as as Europe was going in flames. There was a sense that maybe we were going to lose a tremendous amount of, of Claudius, which we did. And there was this idea that we need to fight back what we what we can do to preserve the Taira, to preserve it in a way that perhaps with people hopefully coming there to throw, we'd be able to be Matzliach. And of course, you know as well as I do, the Oitzra Poiskim and, and other things were also part of that same Einfall, that post-World War II or in the middle of World War II, post-World War II Einfall. Mayor Barilan thought that this would be more like a Balabatish thing, where you would, that the, that the uh, entries should be short, should basically take the reader, and it doesn't necessarily have to be for Talmud Chochamuvak. It should be for a learned Balabos. And Reb Zevin disagreed. The first couple of volumes, especially the first one, but even the first two or three, you can see the difference between those volumes and the later volumes. Um, and the, Reb Zevin's vision started carrying the day. Um, and you started getting much more involved, much more detailed, much more subcategories. Um, and the Meyer McCoymas became fuller. Um, yeah, and- but the, the, it, when the Chemin of Rosh Hashiva took over, it became even much more so. It became almost like Rabbi and Yafan and Yobamas. In other words, overdone. Yeah, I think that's what the new, uh, the new um, uh, editor, Dr. Steinberg, Dr. Steinberg took the, right. He took yeah, over I think, from. He took over I from think he put it somewhat back into the original uh, Maharach, and that's why he's be able to put out volumes more quickly. Right. They they have come out a little quicker. They what what uh, Friedberg's uh, created a new Mahon that's going to teach the tremendous. Obviously, there's a wealth of people who know how to learn to teach them and guide them how to write in the encyclopedic fashion. Um, mm-hmm. I have to tell you that there is a letter from. Rav Farbstein's father-in-law, Rav, Chay, Rav uh, Yecheskel Sarna, where Rav Yecheskel Sarna is very critical of Encyclopedia Talmudis. I think you can get it on their website. I think it, it, it's, it, it's available on their website. You can find it. Uh, their, his Bekairis. And he, of course, says that it took, he feels that it's a, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a terrible thing, though. It takes out the amelus of Limeratero, how it could, it, could, uh, it could prop up people who really know nothing, but were able to, he says, sit after Shabbos afternoon, after the children, sit on their couch and basically absorb information and sound like they're big bikiyam and not necessarily going through uh, the inyonim properly. Um, Another critique, which I was talking to you before we started recording. I'll bring it up that way, though. I understand that in the early days, perhaps one could be. I'd be concerned about that. I don't think Lamai said that's what happened. Okay. Yeah, well, there's an, and also there's an inexactitude, which uh, has, it has been criticized for as well. Another thing that there was a person who wrote an article, a guy named Redmond wrote an article where he did a search using, I guess, Barilan and others, and he was looking for, uh, he went through uh, Igris Moshe, Divrei Yatsiv, uh, um, uh, 
and it was looking for places where they would mention bring Encyclopedia Talmudis. He found very, very few places, if at all. Um, which I should include Big Day Shesh because I called a couple of times. Okay, I guess I, I don't know if you're on that database yet, but uh, the point though is what a waste um, of time. Yeah, it's not such a waste of time because he makes a point. The so, point is the that only, wait a minute. Obviously, we know that the people don't quote it very, very often. And it doesn't have to be quoted very often. And obviously, the great, the great Tommy the Chomim who don't need it. For the, it's not meant for the Olam. It's meant for wait, 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 wait. Remember, it's not meant for Balabas either, right? Right, right. So the question is, you, who are you? It's meant for me. I'm not talking about you. Has to show me you should need the target because that was your, 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 your guy is Makiv. So, so you okay? So, so you're saying that you this is one of your first stops when you want to be Mavaris? Uh, yeah, it is. Yes, right. You go there, right? Yeah, right. And okay, what I, what I would say is that when I see I, I, you go, you work for arts, you understand. When you go there, do you ever? See that the Bachamer take out Encyclopedia Talmudis? Do you think? No, when I was their age, I probably didn't take it out either. It wasn't okay. necessary. Because we, you're not, the Derek Halim doesn't require you this. Okay, but hang on. We know that one of the most popular is for him. We're also against the Green Book. The most popular is for him that almost every Ben Torah who wants to learn now, right, is the Masifta, right? So. Yeah, but the, I think it's regarded as a cheat book. Okay. The Masifta is found in every Bismedrish now and, and multiple copies. And let me just make this point. What the Masifta does is they have Arachim, like Encyclopedia Talmudis, in the back, where there are sugis where they think need, uh, you know, to, I guess, places to cheat to make a chabura out of or something like that. But, but, but the type of things we would have turned to Encyclopedia Talmudis is done by the Masifta editors in a much, I think, uh, I think in a little bit of a Morgishmach deeper style, there is a blandness to the writing, which Reb Zevin, I guess, wanted. But you got to admit, it's not like a they're not Gishmach. Even when the I don't know, maybe when the Chemerner took over was more Gishmach, but I would say that meant to be Gishmach. You're supposed to get your, you're supposed their reference works. Right, but as they go into the uh, the, the intricate detail, which is people are going to be involved in. It really doesn't. It's not Moshech them to go any further. I don't think so. Uh, the, I, don't think, I don't think that's the point of it. So I, I, I think the point of it is not to be Moshech necessarily, but to provide you with a Maramokim that you can go now and look at But the, it's not just the Likud Maramokim. It's not like a Mavteach and the Shabbos. It, 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 it really is. It has the Shitas in very, very terse form, and it has the Maramokim, at least in the current format. Right? In other words, the, 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 in very, very terse. Many Marmachimists, and you're supposed to take when you go go work on it on your own. I think that's a very laudable thing. I don't know. I don't. You have a Masifta. I've never used a Masifta. I understand it's very popular. I'm already an old fogey. It's hard to set in my ways. But uh, the point point is that if that what I'm saying is the Bene Young. If it pre one second, if it pre digestive so for you, that's not a good thing. What I'm saying is I don't. I like I said my. Anecdotal evidence. What I'm seeing and what is that the safer is Muznach. They, in some, it's it's it's, it's the, the Encyclopedia Talmudism are gathering dust, is what I'm saying. I don't. Well, first see of all, they're going to gather dust because they're all on databases nowadays. So nobody, very few people like myself collect the actual volumes. I imagine. 
Okay, but even in the yeshivas, they are not being turned to. And I think yeshivas there's a they reason. Never, they didn't, the yeshivas were against the Green Book too. Also, unfortunately, Talmud. And the fact that they were the Masif, they're not against, I don't know, maybe it's because in the back of the market, Wait, no but, 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 no but, but, but all these little Sfarim Lachan Alocha, Lakut, the, 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 you know, um, the Sefer from Rashmul Kamenetsky's Talmud, Kleinerman Sfarim, those Sfarim, which are basically, or, or we've talked about them, all these Halacha Sfarim that, whether it's Fir Salimer or it's Tubishvat or whatever it is, those are Yom Tavshenikol Chosa, those are, are being, those are Shimushi, people are using them. And I would assume they are outstripping in terms of people buying them more than Encyclopedia Talmudis is. And I think there's a reason. Well, of course. That's right. yeah. First of all, Encyclopedia Talmudis is a big investment, right? It's a, it's a long-term investment. And besides that, it's not arranged, it's not arranged that way. You, you'll find, uh, it's not meant for that purpose of learning a certain right. in-depth. Right. Because, because the alphabetic arrangement, the alphabetic arrangement is, is awkward. And sometimes, you know, like I, I, there's a there's a letter. I have to. I was trying to track it down from the stipler, where the stipler was talking about these, you know, these pseudo postkim of today, who 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 are talking about the 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 uh, you know the they're trying to find out about Bahama Gasa, and they end up finding out something about Kriseves Agasa, in the Yerushalmi that's quoted there because they used the Encyclopedia Talmudis, so. You know, there, there seems to have been, Lavacher Rebbe was an exception, but it seems to have been that there was, for years, a sense that, like you say, first of all, it was, it was the Herzog, it was the Zionist enterprise, it was being backed by the government. And I think there was also some concerns that from Rechazkel Sarn and others and the Stipler, that this wasn't going to create Lamdonim, and this wasn't, and in a way, it would cheapen uh, what it meant to be a real Bucky and to really know Inyonim in a lumdish way. Because, like you say, against the Green Book, but this was a little bit different. Um, and, and I think that's one of the reasons why it didn't, it's not finished. You know, again, it, 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 in any other place, as I said before, that, that a, a work is taking 75 years to finish. It's almost like as much as we talk about how long it took your shalmi, you know, to, to come together, right? 75 years, talking about a whole door, two or three doors of Talmud HaChachamim, and the book still wasn't finished. Now, what maybe with the money that Friedberg is going to have, they're going to try to raise money among the Talmudim of Herschel Schechter, the, the Musmokim from YU. I think that's all, you know, this effort to get to get this thing done, what I'm what I would say is okay. They're going to finish it. I still think it's going to be Muznach at the end. Okay, they're going to get it done, as you say. It's going to give Parnosa to Yungalite. Does Klal need it? Before we end, let's talk about some of the other encyclopedic type works that clearly, you know, they knew themselves uh, they were surpassing, but in some ways are, are you know we're, we're done in the past, right? Are, do you use any of them besides Encyclopedia Talmudis? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I own an encyclopedia Judaica. Okay, I'm talking I, about I own Outsa, I own I'm Outsa talking Outsa about Kesef Nivchar. I, I own Outsa Yisrael. I don't own a Pachad Yitzchak. Okay. Uh, what other encyclopedic works are we talking about? So you're talking about the Kesef Nivchar. You're talking about the Chassan Soifer. I don't have, but I used, when I was in Yeshiva, I did use a Kesef Nivchar, yes. Okay, the Chassan Soifer, who also is Bira Sugis, um, whether they're alphabetic. I have this, I have from this younger man, America as a rab, it's Kovat Yisodas Bechakiros, which I think is a great book. And it's, uh, yes, it's encyclopedia. It's wonderful. Right. So there have you have seen it? it? Do you have it? You've shown it here on this program. You've, you've, yeah. you've read from it in the past. Um, 
Rishoyim Eger, of course, had his Sefer, um, it was called from Eger Sefer Ikarim, that also goes through and, you know, the, um, the Minchas Ani of Rabbi David Sinsheim, which is a lot of... See, here's the thing. Those Farim, I believe, you have to be misamel in them. Even the case of Nivchar, which gives you, um, you know, the Rashba on that thing, the Skishmakaran, they, they don't give you the Tamsis the way... It's like Listen, one of my heroes, as you know, started, started, right? He didn't get past the Aleph. Because he yeah, was he interested in being a Falpo, being Makadish. He wasn't trying to explain the et- essence of this Indian. Right. He was trying, so, to, he, was, he was absorbed and excited. But the point is that it, it's, it, there, is a, there is a mile to encyclopedias. They do put, put, uh, put knowledge in a, an accessible, actually in a more accessible way than most other formats. And uh, the encyclopedia, then what is, you're right, I agree with you. It's underused, it's underexploited. It's uh, uh, it's silly because it's, it is sitting on the shelf and is a tremendous resource. And um, okay, I don't know if there's any way it's going to be more used in the future. I know the eight is, but I think that um, I disagree with you in that you think that it's deservedly muznach, and I think it's undeservedly muznach. Yes, I, I believe the safer was. Re- I think. Look, I love Reb Zevin, and you know I, he's one of my heroes. I I'm think sure you love every time a Chacham wrote for that. You just don't like that they're. they're Composite work. I, I believe. I believe it became I'm sure you love so. Relics. I'm sure you love. Uh, right. You know. Uh, right. It became so. Bland. Cohen, all those people wrote for. Oh, I'll tell you another thing. Stuff. I think that if if they would release, um, and, and according to they would release the names, I think it would generate interest because I think then people would want to That's try true. to find the piece. Look, I happen to know a number of people who wrote for it. Okay, uh, and I would love to know Rev Zelig's pieces. Uh, Rabbi David Cohen from Flatbush. Um, these were people that I had a connection to. It would be geschmack to find their shtickle in there. Just because, oh, yeah. right? Now we don't know who it is. We're just sort of like and therefore I think the, all that work that they did, incredible work, painstaking work, gribble eye work, fixing dots and letters and changing stuff and footnotes, it, it's, it's a chaval al dabd. And I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's therefore, look, you know, I, I guess it, it, we have to see it. May we be zeichet to be alive when they finish. <laughs> All right. Take care, my friends. I'll be there, Zayim. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.